Drum roll, please. From WNYC, you are listening to the Radio Rookies Podcast. A show that puts listeners in the shoes of teenagers. Our lives. Our communities. Our world. Radio Rookies help me learn that the power of the mic. That the power of the mic is a beautiful thing. Hi, I'm Andrew Mambo, a producer here at WNYC's Radio Rookies. When one of our rookie reporters finishes a story, sometimes they're itching to do another one. Timoteo Fagbenle was one of those rookies. So we paired her with a new rookie, Gemma Wiener, to do a story on high school students and their not-so-secret relationship with marijuana. Oh, and just a quick note, we're working hard on producing a new batch of stories, so we'll be on a short break over the next few months. But we look forward to bringing you new episodes with fresh perspectives in the summer. This is Tammy Tayo. I go to a public high school in Manhattan. I'm Gemma. I go to a private school not too far from Tammy. As teenagers, we can both tell you that once you reach high school, weed is a part of your life. We like to smoke um, what is called loud pack. It's called sour. We like to smoke that sticky icky. Even if you don't smoke, you're going to have to deal with it. There are no more slumber parties where you paint each other's nails and watch white chicks and talk about boys, you know, because whenever you're talking about boys, you're talking about the guy you hooked up with when you were wasted at some giant party. And whenever you're watching a movie, you're like, wow, this movie would be so much better if we were all really stoned. But this isn't some cautionary tale. Like that lecture your sixth grade health teacher gave you. This is a story about kids who smoke weed. And it's more than to smoke or not to smoke. After that, there are a lot more decisions to make. First stop, who do you buy from? What kind? How much? Right now, Rose is rolling a joint um, with, what is that? OG Kush. I'm with my friend Rose after school on a Thursday. She's at her desk, breaking up the weed with a grinder. Is it potent? Very potent. I fell asleep right after smoking it yesterday. (laughs) Usually, my friends just text a dealer and pick up at a nearby corner. But Rose has a delivery service. They lay it out on the table. You pick out what you want. They sell weed. They sell edibles. They sell oil. She got 3.5 grams for 60 bucks yesterday, a pretty average price. At my school, kids get their weed from a dealer at school or on the street in their neighborhood. You also need to understand, though, Tim. My friend Maverick just bought some weed around the corner. <sighs> How much weed do you buy at a time? Right now, with my <laughs> financial situation, I've been I've been reduced to to buying dimes and dubs. And how much do dimes and dubs cost? It's it's pretty simple. It's it's, it's ten dollars. A dub is twenty. A lot of the time, people don't even have enough money for a dime, so they'll go five five. Each party puts down five dollars. I'd never heard of going five five till I met Tammy. No one gets that little. When you buy that little at a time, you end up paying more per gram than Gemma's friends. Anyway, let's assume one way or another you've got the money to smoke. The next choice is, what kind of smoker are you going to be? Yeah, like, how often? I smoke in the morning, after breakfast. When I come to school, probably like another clip or something. Then when I go to lunch, I probably got like five, five with my boys. And then probably if I'm feeling good or if I'm mad or if I'm sad, after school, I, I you know, I hit like another two blunts. We always waited to smoke. Like, we just smoke. We see each other always five five. I be five five. That's the way you have fun nowadays. My friend Maverick's theory is people living where he does in Harlem need relief. It's a it's a really stressful environment. 
up here. Uh, some people are below or just above the poverty line. You know, uh, downtown, these kids also do have problems and are also a bit stressed. But, you know, it's uh, weed is more of a recreational thing. All right, I don't think it's that simple downtown. There are definitely kids who smoke because something in their life is off. My friend Pepper has major family problems, and she used to smoke a lot of weed. Like, not like I was ever really addicted to things. I could always stop when I really looked at myself and was like, whoa, I have to stop smoking weed right now, or whoa, I gotta stop partying so much. Were you ever in a situation like that? Yeah. I Last semester of school, I smoked weed every day, skipped school, and failed all my classes. So whether you smoke a lot or a little, whether you're stressed or having fun, depending on how I feel, how much money in my pocket, that's when I smoke my weed. There is another choice you have to make. Who do you tell what you're doing? Remember my friend Rose with the delivery service? She's very open with her family. Like, they talk about it. My mom is very much against weed. She thinks it's going to ruin my life. My dad believes in moderation. Um, and I'm with my dad on this. I don't smoke to get away from problems, to get away from stress. I smoke primarily for the purpose of enjoying myself. So your dad smokes too? Yeah. I mean, my mom does as well. She uses weed when she's very stressed out, when she's angry, she'll smoke a joint. So the opposite of what you and your dad think it should be used for. Exactly. Both of us found that most kids don't bring it up with their parents. One place they do talk about it at least in my world, is on Facebook. How often do you guys see posts about weed or weed smoking on Facebook? Very often. Every day. Sometimes it's a picture of, like, a blunt or, like, a couple joints. Or sometimes it's like, yo, I need three spliffs to get by. I have a friend who went to my old school, and he started selling. So he'll post pictures of him selling it. He'll put the prices... That doesn't happen in my world. To private high schoolers, it's just not worth the risk. They're worried colleges will read their Facebook pages. And this brings us to one of the most significant questions kids who smoke have to figure out. How are they going to stay out of trouble? In private school, kids can get away with a lot. I know a bunch of seniors who ate edibles on the rafting trip, and somehow the teachers found out. What happened? They couldn't go to prom. But it's okay. One of their parents rented a yacht for them to have their own private prom. Wow, that's crazy. To be fair, that's not always how it works out. I know kids who've been kicked out of school for smoking or dealing, but that's rare. In my world, it's the cops who really deal with it. Like last month, six cops came to the school and arrested this guy everyone knows is a dealer. At prep schools, cops are not called. You deal with it in-house. Mostly people just don't worry about getting arrested. My friend Jenny smokes in Sandra Park all the time. I don't think anyone would question me if they saw me walking in the park late at night. Um, so I have... Why wouldn't they question you? Because I'm an upper-class white girl. I actually thought kids at my school would be more cautious about the police. Because they live in neighborhoods where there's a lot of police stopping first. But almost everyone I asked said they weren't worried about the cops. No, nah, I never worry about getting caught using weed. I just worry about, like... No, never worry. No. It doesn't matter to me. The weird thing is, it's not because they don't think they'll get caught. They just don't think getting caught and arrested is that bad. Where I used to live, it had a gate and, like, cement underneath it, underneath the gate. And, like, they would just, like, throw them against there and, and like, slam their head against the, the gate and, like, search them. 
like to see if they have any more weed or any more drugs. So having witnessed that, you still have no worries as a black male for getting caught with weed. I mean, if I get caught, what else am I going to do? Run away? I mean, might as well take it. Okay, but are you, I'm saying you don't have any, like, precautions or anything? Not really. So do I wish on a star that people in my world would be more cautious about weed? Yeah. Okay, but teenagers are only as cautious as they think they need to be, the bare minimum. And that minimum differs from world to world. All right, we know most people listening to this aren't teenagers. But, I mean, if you've listened this far, it's because you want to know how teenagers think. Here's our takeaway. If you see a joint in your kid's room, slow down. That doesn't tell you anything right there. It's the other choices they're making around weed that will tell you what to worry about. There's a lot more to talk about than do you or don't you. For WNYC, I'm rookie reporter Timmy Tyler Fagbenler. And I'm rookie reporter Gemma Wiener. All right, ready? Radio Rookies is supported by the Axe, right? The Axe Houghton Foundation. The Bay and Paul Foundations. The Fred L. Emerson Foundation. The High Digital Media Learning Fund and the New York Community Trust. The National Endowment for the Arts. Margaret Newbart Foundation. Newman's, oh, Newman's Own Foundation. The New York City Department of Cultural Affairs. The New York State Council on the Arts. On the Arts or of the Arts? The Pinkerton Foundation. The Smart Family Foundation. The W. Clement and Jesse V. Stone Foundation. And Time Warner Cable. Radio Rookies is produced by Courtney Stein, Kari Pitkin, and Andrew Mambo. Our mix engineers are Paul Schneider, Wayne Schulmeister, Casey Means, and Mike Jones. Radio Rookies theme music was produced by... Wait, what theme music? <laughs> what, what theme music does Radio Rookies have? I don't know. <laughs> They were just trying to give somebody a shout out. <laughs> <laughs>